back to actually welcome back to something that we haven't done in a while a midweek episode of the balcony chatter podcast um i am your host andrew mckenney with my co-host tim taylor and tim okay here we are we're, we're here we're midweek um typically over the i've been the positive one for far too many episodes over the last few months so i think you might have to talk me off the ledge this time on this episode okay because I got a lot of thoughts and I got a lot of things and stuff about the game uh, on Monday night. And we are going to preview game six going back to Long Island and playing the Islanders for a potential season-ending game. Uh, I mean, this is do or die. And we are down in the series 3-2. And I, I think we just, unless you want to start with something specific, I think we talk about game five. Uh, no, <clears throat> I'll just say I do feel, you know, not knowing anything that you're about to get into, that I, I can talk you off a ledge. I don't feel great. A lot of anger more than bummer uh, at this time. Um, but I think I can talk you off a ledge. I feel, I feel somewhat positive about that. Okay. Well, so... Game 5 was a, it, it was a wild one. I will say that. Because, I mean, yes, we lost, but at the same time, the Bruins played pretty well, considering the fact that we outshot the Islanders forty-four to nineteen is is really a tough pill to swallow. The fact that they scored five goals on nineteen shots is even harder. But I, I you know, I, we absolutely, in my opinion, outplayed the Islanders in Game Five. There's no question about that. And I'm just going to get this part out of the way right now because I don't want this whole episode to be about it. But if you could watch that game, whether you're a Bruins fan, you're an Islander fan, or just an NHL hockey fan in general, and you don't think that that game was lopsided by officiating, that it was decided by officiating, and that there was way too much decision by them that turned the tide of that game, then I don't know what game you were watching. Um, something has to be done about it. And the Islanders won that game. You know, in the playoffs, these these are the games where you capitalize on, on the mistakes or you capitalize on the gifts that you're given. And I'm not saying that all of the penalties that we had weren't self-inflicted, but a lot of them were soft. There were none called in our favor. I shouldn't say none. We had two power plays. But over overall, I think there were a lot of missed calls. And again, I think we've always said this from the very beginning of this podcast that we don't like to blame the officiating to, for for wins, for losses, for anything like that because it's just a slippery slope of, you know, then you become a whiny fan and it's all about you can't score because all you care about is getting a power play and you care about, you know, getting a penalty. It's you, you got to score five on five as well. Um, but I think that that game was definitely dictated by the officials, and that's not me saying that they chose the Islanders to win that game. I'm not getting all conspiracy theorists like that. I'm just saying that they chose what they wanted to call. They chose it on both sides, and it wasn't equal on both sides, and it didn't go the same way. Um, and that's that's all I can really say about it. I mean, I think that we were robbed of a win, and I think that some of it was self-inflicted. Some of it was non-calls. Some of it was calls that should have been 
maybe they shouldn't have been called. They were soft, but is what it is. Tuca let up four goals. You know, it, it was a rough night overall. It was an awful night. Um, I think when the most annoying play, the most upsetting play, and the most infuriating play <clears throat> are all based around officiating, there's a problem. Um, you and I always talk about how each game is going to be called, and all we want is consistency at the end of the day. If it's soft, that's annoying, but if it's soft on both sides, that's fine. Exactly. I do feel like we saw one makeup call. There was a pretty soft slash that they I feel like they called on them at one point and it was like, okay, this is weird. Doesn't matter. The most annoying play was a referee. There was like a turnover in the end where a referee just caught the puck up and we re we really had we had the puck in their end like could have set up. And when we were it was like late in the game. It was right before we put the fourth in, I think. And that that just I was screaming over that. Uh, the most upsetting play is the ref coming in out of nowhere to say the puck hit Patrice Bergeron when he was behind Patrice. And the puck clearly just went straight out. And then two minutes later, I, I, I or like whatever, same sequence, Patrice mishandles a puck and goes off for, for delay a game. It's like when that happened, I was just like, like it, like it just felt like disembowelment. I was like, this this is silly. Outside of physical plays, like physical miscalls, the dude shot through the puck out of bounds. That's they the announcers were like, oh wow, they completely missed one there. It was, it was like late in the third. Is this or like in the, didn't matter in the third? Insane. Yeah. yeah, and again, it's it's not about trying to blame the officials, but like when you look at the plays that were missed. They were absolutely ones that could have turned the game and could have even the game or or whatever. I mean, there was a very blatant center ice. It was like it couldn't have been more center stage. Um, you know, blatant trip, I believe it was on pasta, um, with about two minutes left in the game that could have set us up on a power play. Well, we were rolling towards the end there. We really could have got a goal there and tied it up. But, you know, I, I understand missed calls, and I don't want to – I. Listen, we'll get into how this team should have won this game. I have plenty to say about how this team still should have won this game. Officiating be damned. And I don't think officiating was the difference maker. I do think it was a problem, though, and I think it's ridiculous to say it wasn't. It, right. didn't, it, didn't, it didn't affect the game at all is a lot to say. Well, think, think about this, too. If you look at, I, I don't have it right in front of me, but if you look at the offensive zone time compared to their offensive zone time, and then you look at the 44 shots to 19 shots in favor of the Bruins. Ridiculous. There has to be something that... It's 125% more. I understand a hot goalie. Their goalie is playing out of his mind right now. He made some saves that he had no business making. I will give him credit. I'm not trying to take that away from him. But what I'm saying is, like, there has to be something. Like, there, the, the fact that it's 5-4, to four, there is something aside from officiating, of course. I mean, Tuca played like garbage. And I, I know that that's probably one of the things that you were going to get into with reasons why we lost the game. So if it is, then I'll let you take it away. This is where I think we're going to go differently a little bit. Um, because, yes, Tuca played like garbage. But I fault him on two, maybe, one and a half of those goals. Yep. 
I would no, I would say at least two of those goals. But at the same time, the defensive have just they have given up at times. So it's not entirely on him. My biggest thing that I want to talk about is how how the Islanders, to their credit, create chaos in their defensive end, no matter what. There's sure. always one of their guys right in front of the net, causing they don't care. And you've been saying it since game one. Barlamov isn't that good. He Yes, he gets the first shot, but he leaves the juiciest rebounds. But then they're letting the defenders create chaos and hit any potential rebounders, and it's working. And it's, and it's insane. And three of those goals, be it shorthanded or full strength, were just them in the middle of the dots. Just just plucking it over Tuca. Now, should Tuca, in a couple of those instances, been attacking and out of the net? Yeah, what the hell were you doing sitting in there, given that huge window? Just, like, to go, to go over that stick side. Like, insane. And then the Barzal one was, was tough because, you know, if Tuca's about half an inch higher, it deflects up off his shoulder. I don't know. But, I don't know, Tuca... Tuca was a problem. I had a feeling they were going to pull him. Uh, it just—it it was weird. It—it it, it felt like fr- from watching at home, was it like was it, was this a Tuca de- decision almost, partially? I, like, I'm glad the I'm glad you bring that up about him not playing very aggressively. Aside from when he decides that it's just time to not be in the net anymore, and he just skates out and makes yeah, a play like on the puck that like he has no business making. He's bored. Um, he got lucky no, like I, twice. I genuinely think that he is more injured than he's leading on, okay. and he's been playing great so far. He's been, if he is injured, he's playing amazing for being injured. Aside from last game, um, but I think that the reason that he was pulled was because I believe Cassidy today said it was for, uh, you know, some maintenance. He needed to get some maintenance done, and it was just it was time. Um, he didn't. He wasn't feeling it, and the team wasn't playing well in front of him on those goals that were let up um he was just time for Swayman to go in there and not because Swayman's the better option there I think it's because he's healthy he's ready to go he was refreshed hoping that he wasn't going to let anything up and unfortunately he let up one um but you know I I think that it was kind of a mixture of injury and tiredness and not having it not seeing the puck well you know I think I don't know what's going to happen in the next game Excuse me. I don't. I don't either. Um, I know it needs to happen, and it happened at the beginning of this game. And it's we come out and we're smashing them in the mouth, smashing them in the mouth, in the mouth. My goodness. Pasta gets that rip, one nothing, amazing. We then were full tilt, dominating them for ten minutes. And I look. I was watching with Brian, friend of the pod, guest of the pod. And I and I go, dude, this none of this matters unless we get the insurance. Yep, exactly. None of it. And we didn't get any of it. And uh that that was the game in a way. You know, that and that's part that's partly what I put on this team a little bit. Uh Well, and we did. We outplayed them for until that first power play. I mean, statistically, we outplayed them, period. I agree with you. It's moments, but it's like I literally at one point, and this is a, I'll admit this is not accurate numbers, but the sensations there, it's we we outplay them 85, 90, 95 percent of the game, you know, acknowledging the fact that they smash us in the mouth and they're they're the hardest hitting team in the playoffs or the most hitting team in the playoffs statistically. But in terms of controlling the puck, we handle it 
And it's still in that in that five, ten, fifteen percent. It's when they're right in the middle of the slot, plucking it over Tuka's shoulder or whatever. You, I mean, you have to you have to give them credit for capitalizing on the opportunities that they've been given. If you can win a game oh, yeah. five to four with nineteen shots, then that's impressive. That game was exactly my fear of what it could be going in, just with way more goals. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like a three-two version of that, but did you did you actually believe that we were going to come back in that game? I it was on the table. No, yeah. I, my answer is no, but I will acknowledge it was on the table. It just to me, it felt like every time we took a step forward, we'd take two steps back. Yeah, and the step forward was just dumping it into the zone, so it was like it didn't even feel like a real step. Right. It wasn't like we carried it into the zone and got a good shot on goal. Those last three minutes were brutal, and Swayman couldn't really get out of the net as much as we needed him to. It's just not his fault at all, but just the just the flow of the game. Once they won that faceoff, it was like, okay. With 50 left, or, I think, or something, it was like, uh, yeah. all right. Yep. That feels like it. Um, but, you know, we're going to we're gonna preview game six, and uh, – you know, I got, I got some maybe positive-leaning hot takes about this team going into that. I hope you do, but what I, what I do want to say to wrap up Game 5 here is we did have a casualty, and we lost Lazar, and he will not be playing in Game 6. So Dan, let me ask you Andrew, if you're— Andrew, I would, I would prefer if we address that situation correct, correctly because it has now <laughs> happened three games in this series. Right or was it, no uh, no sorry two games in the series Miller was in the the cap series, yeah we have lot we have had another casualty, yeah another one, another game where we have now had to mix lines and run men down and we're losing these dudes early in these games, so yep, I don't want. <laughs> I, I don't want to call that an excuse as much as I don't want to call the officiating an excuse. We can still win these games, and we should. And I think we lost oh, them in ways. And I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not saying that, that. It sucks. Yeah, it, it just sucks. It's it's annoying. It's 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 frustrating. This team full strength. I, I think this is the series we were saying going in. You know, like Carlo. After Carlo got hit, and he just stared straight forward for so long, it was just like the most unsettling shit. And it was just like this probably feels worse than it, or is worse than it kind of feels, and it really doesn't feel great. So let me ask you this then. You're the head coach tonight going into tomorrow oh, after yeah. morning or tomorrow going into morning skate. I got this skate. ready. I got this ready. <laughs> you got an open roster spot right now. Yeah, you know it. And you get to choose between Jake DeBrusque yep. or Trent Frederick. Uh-huh. And those are your two options. Yep. Who do you choose? If this isn't who is chosen, the proper shakeup wasn't taking taken. I love Cassidy, but he should be he should be maybe criticized a little bit for it. Not bad, but criticized for it. If Trent Frederick is not playing tomorrow night, what the hell are we doing? I mean, because it's very clear there, there's two real reasons for me personally why I think that he should be in there, and I'll tell you what they are. Because I. I First of all, I don't want to see Jake DeBrusque on the fourth line. I don't think that he brings anything to that line because they're grinders. They're hard-hitting. They really hustle. Um, I don't think that his style of play fits that line well. And I believe Spooner actually said that to me, too, when we were talking. And he, what happened the next game was Jake DeBrusque scored, of course. But uh, I don't think that it's what needs to happen. And I think that the Islanders are clearly bullying you. 
This happens to us a lot. You need somebody who's just going to throw the body. He doesn't have to fight. He doesn't have to score, but he needs to be a presence out there, and he needs to, like, at least bang around a little bit. So there's those are the two major reasons why I don't want to see DeBrusque in the lineup and why I think that Frederick should be out there. And I'm with you, man. Like, if he's not out there, like, what better time than now to put him in? What, a, what do you have to lose? What a moment for the kid, and I, I think he's the one who can rise to the occasion. I think so, too, man. DeBrusque, obviously, he's a great postseason goal scorer. We've talked about it already in these playoffs on this podcast. I don't want it. I don't, I'm not worried no. about goal scoring. I'm not worried about putting pucks in the net. I'm worried about a presence, a physical presence, and that's how we're getting beat outside of several other factors. But, you know, the hardest-hitting team, we can hang. Uh, the, the commentators last night were like, wouldn't be surprised if, uh, you know, Mr. Cam Neely went on over to uh, Nick Ritchie over there and was like, come on, we got to see some stuff tonight after he, after he had elbowed the guy in the face, which he's now been fined the maximum five grand for. Um, I want to see Frederick just lay the body clean as hell and have some guy not really know where he is. Just... And that's the other thing too, right? So Frederick has always been a guy who feeds off of the energy and feeds off of the, you know, getting the guys riled up and he's he chirps everybody and that's his thing. That's his style of play. Yeah. You don't think that he's going to go into this game given the opportunity and kind of be a wrecking ball out there? Because I do. You know, I, I think that they need to reel him in a little bit with that because he will draw some bad penalty or he will commit some bad bad penalties but you got nothing to lose in my opinion Miley Cyrus played in my head when you said that <laughs> I'm I'm glad that I could bring that to you if Frederick plays and things and, and has a good game and, and things are looking alright from the, when we talk on Thursday I don't know maybe, maybe we should risk the cease and desist and just play Miley on here I'm in, I'm in, man. Oh, man. I want him to come in like a wrecking ball. I'm ready for it. I just don't see what you have to lose. The series, if you don't, I, I like get, just shake it up. It's not working. It should be working. You're outplaying them. You can't it, just still shake it up. Because yep. they, they're controlling the front of the net. And the... Four goals we should be stoked on. I mean, Marshawn's was just nasty. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, Want to talk Taylor Hall a little bit? Absolutely. What do you got? You know, just a difficult series for him. Um, but he's putting it all out there, and I, I hope he gets credit for that, and I still love him on this team. Extremely productive in the Capitals series. Not feeling as productive. That whole line a little quiet, um, with the exception of Krejci, who's, it's funny, he's usually setting them up. But uh, I really respected him getting dropping gloves the other night, even though it was the most heinous thing I've ever seen. Um, yeah, not not super pretty, but not pretty. we'll take it. Not pretty. He knew how to duck a punch and just make it for the motivation. I liked it. It was a good mood. If he got himself injured, uh, I'd be livid. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Tough series for him, I think, uh, to win in game six. we got to get a goal out of Taylor Hall. So, I know we're going to keep talking about game six here, but um, let's say let's say the Bruins come out and they win this game. What, you know, do you feel confident going into game seven that it's a possibility to win the series, or do you think that? Because, realistically, going into game five, before the game, I, I, I had said, 
whoever wins this game is winning the series. You didn't you didn't say those exact words to me, but to me you said this is uh, you know almost a it's basically do or die. A synonymous sentence of it, which was yeah, this is uh, this is as close to a need win as 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 close to a must win as you can get. Is what you said, right? So, I. Uh, I don't know. Are we going into it? Or are we talking? Are we wrapping up five. I mean, if you got anything else on five, look, I think. I, I mean, I'm, I think we're going to find stuff with five that's going to be pulled into six. You know, it's just going to be part sure. of part of the talking points. I think this one's. Like, I I lived it, so I'm I'm over it. If we can if we can move past it, I'm great with that. Yeah. Okay. I'll try. Uh, I'll try to do my my best to uh, compare <laughs> to the entire series, not just where we're at uh, from last night. Um, so. My my biggest plus with this team is something we've talked about all season with them. And that's, you know, for a while in the early part of the season, they were really annoying when they would go down a lot. They'd be in a hole. and There's a lot of third-period comebacks and, uh, you know, back-against-the-wall stuff. Um, I think in the Capital Series, we saw it when they got slapped in the mouth. Uh this is the first time they've been trailing in this series. I think when the Bruins go down, they find another gear. I think the pressure is going to be harder than it's ever been. And I just, I really have good vibes and positive sensations towards this team really coming out swinging in game six. Look, I, I, I'm sorry to be the downer here, but don't you think that that's a problem? That the only way that they're really gonna like get a fire lit under their ass is if they're down in the game, because yes, I'm telling you and right I now. And I thought it, and I thought it in 2011, and that's the if, vibes I get. It's just. But if we're lucky enough to make it out of this round, you think that we're gonna be able to dig out of holes playing against Tampa or Carolina, whoever it is that you end up matching up against? Because I don't. Like this team has so much talent and so much potential that they should be stomping on this Islander team. We've outplayed them in a bunch of games that the Islanders won. They took advantage. They won those games. They earned the wins. I'm not saying that they didn't. Like, I know at the beginning of this this series, I had said that the Islanders can't hang with the Bruins, in my opinion. And I, you know, I got to give them credit for sure. You know, they, they've definitely played better than I anticipated or I expected them to play. But I still don't think that they're the team that we're seeing based on the wins. I think that the Bruins are very clearly the better team yeah that and and but that doesn't always mean that they're gonna be the one that wins I mean Vancouver was way better of a team than the Bruins in 2011 they just didn't have what it take what it took to to close it out you know they on paper were supposed to sweep us and slaughter us in four games but it's not always the better team that's gonna win but the Bruins need to win this game six, obviously, to to keep the season going. And I just, every game, I'm like, something's got to give. Something's got to give. And we had so many. At the very beginning, beginning of that game last night, uh, Pasta scores that goal. I think a couple shifts later, maybe, you know, whenever the first line got back out there, Marshan had a goal that went right past the goal line. We've gotten no luck in any of these here, in any of these games, and it's been brutal. Because we are the better team, and we should be burying these goals, and they're just not going. And credit to their goaltender. He's been playing great, but, you know, something's got to give here. We should be – we should definitely be able to win two games in a row. 
Blues did four on the Caps. Yeah. And the Islanders just did two on us. So it's possible. It's there. I uh, I hate it. I hate the p- position we're in. Uh, one thing we didn't mention when we were talking officiating was that after game four, Bruce Cassidy said, I have no problem with the officiating. They should have paid him $25,000 when he said that because, of course, after he critiques the officials during their game five, absolute shitting of the bed. Uh, sorry, Aunt Penny. They, um, they find him $25,000. So... Uh, Poor Cassidy. He gets he 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 pumps. He says, "I'm not going to blame the officials in four. I thought the officiating was fine. Come out in five and absolutely drop it." And uh, he says, "That was absurd. It's ridiculous." I saw a Habs fan on Spinning Chicklets comments say, "I'm a Habs fan, and that was absurd." Just saying. It's just it's just one voice in the world, but well, and, that, and that's that's just it, right? Like like I said at the beginning, if you are. If you were, of course, Islander fans are going to be like, well, we won. It doesn't really matter. I mean, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I mean, I'm if sure we'd be saying the same fan, stuff. You know? If you are a fan of hockey and you watch that game because your team's not in it and you think that that game was called fairly, like, that's just something is wrong. Yeah. I I, I, I do like to think that uh, on the other side, it'd be like, yeah, I mean, that's doesn't feel great to win that way. But, you know, I'll take the series number at the end of the day. But to say, well, and to that's, say it that's wasn't just an it. issue is, like, ridiculous. Yeah. The, the Islanders capitalized on it. They got their goals. They they outscored us, and that's obviously how you win. Just for those of you who don't know, if you score more goals than the other team, you get the win. Um, uh-huh. and thanks for just a little thanks, hockey 101. Thanks for finding your way to the Balcony Chatter podcast. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, man, I, I just, you know, I hope that it gets, I hope that it, I don't even want to say I hope that the officiating gets better in game six. I hope that it is a more even playing field. How about that? If if it goes the same way for both sides, I'm fine with it. Consistency, if we commit man. Penalties, that's all we ever care about. Yeah. Exactly. If we commit penalties and we get called for it, great. Yeah. If they do the Don't same exact dumb. penalty, that's the other thing. Right. That's that's what we haven't even gotten into. Don't be stupid. We need Marshawn to come out and, and channel his anger in a positive way that doesn't see him in the box once. Oh, and because we and, need him short-handed, just get out of the stay out of the box. No sticks in the face. None of this dumb stuff you've done this whole this whole playoffs up until this series he's behaved pretty well he's been a good antagonizer but then also in the other regard he's got to bait some penalties i don't know he's got to get on skin a little more i don't know i i do i actually am glad that you said that too because i'm not saying that the bruins are um completely free of of committing penalties and not being guilty in this because they were one of the most penalized teams all year so penalties have been a problem yeah but there were plenty that could have gotten called for both sides is what I'm saying. So first and foremost, stay out of the box. Stop committing penalties because you're killing yourselves, especially if they're going to call them all. You got to you gotta stop committing these stupid penalties. I don't know why they can't figure that out. Not me either. Um, Team Adori looked good. Dude. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what to say anymore. He's playing next game. It's a preview thought. Do we win game six or what? Yeah. Seven. I will need to see how we perform in six, but I do think we win six. But even in winning six, I uh, don't have full faith in seven until I see how. 
So then give me give me your your rundown for game six. How's it going to go? Are we going to come out slow? Are we going to come out like a shot out of a cannon? You know, is it going to be a close game? Because for me, I feel like the only way that we have a chance in this, you know, to fin- to close out this series, to come back and win it, is if we win tomorrow 5-1. to one. I think we're going to come out hot. <clears throat> Needs to be a statement win, in my opinion. I agree. I think we're going to come out hot. They're going to catch up a little bit, but then we'll 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 finish it. Okay. Do you have any predictions on on scoring and on who's going to be playing in net and anything like that? I think Tuka Rask is back. Five to three. Five three Bruins. Yeah. Your boy Taylor Hall is going to come through for you, or what's what's up? I hope I get two out of him. That or that or I'll take one or two out of Craig Smith as well. I need that line to be big. I know the other line's going to be there. Can count on them, but I've been talking about how this is the sickest second line we've had in a long time. Then this is the game they got to put up or shut up. Backs in the corner. Second line's going to be big. That's my. I, I I have no doubts about the first line. Second line's going to be huge. Pasta. Well, close Pasta's going to stop hitting the fucking post. Yeah. My God. Three in the last series closeout games are always the hardest to win. So, you know, we kind of have that in our favor a little bit as far as we want to not end our season and they can't lose their season can't end tomorrow. So there is a chance that, you know, they don't play as I I don't know, man, they they want it. You know, obviously they can taste the third round again. Um, They they and they want to go. So. We they're need not. To, we need to. They're be not the going to sit team. back. No, we don't need them to. To win, they can come out and give it their all. They've been giving it their all. They've still been winning. We're still outplaying them most of those games. Time to stamp them out. Put up or shut up. Win or go home. For the next two games, win or go home. Let's go. And I'm very curious to see how players like Taylor Hall are going to play when it comes down to it is do or die. Like this is it. You need to play your best game of the season and really put everything you got out there. And it, it it really speaks to me as a fan on how players go out there in that situation. Like if, if I'm watching that game tomorrow and Sean Corrales does nothing and he doesn't look like he's really trying. And, and I just use that as an example. I mean, he's been playing fine. He's always hustling. I'm not singling him out. I'm just, like I'm saying, using that as an example on – I'll say Corrales' effort looks good on television. Up. Huh? Corrales' effort looks good on television, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying if they don't show up in the biggest game of the season, like that kind of, as a fan, makes you wonder, what what would it, would it take for them to get up, you know? Yeah. So I don't feel I don't feel confident that Tuca's going to play tomorrow, today, whatever day you're listening to this. I don't, I don't know if we need – I don't know if we need him, so – I think he is going to play, but that's just – I don't think he needs to. I'm fine with Swayman. I didn't care about that goal. He stoned that guy on a breakaway right before, and then they just kept getting man-advantage rushes, even though it was only a few of them. But all of the shots he had to save were man-advantage rushes. rushes. Another, right. another thing that just flabbergasted me about our defense. We still shut down their shots, so we – like we are, our defense obviously does something, but like when it falls apart, it falls apart. Oh my well, I think God. it's a combination of the defense not playing super great or playing fine, right? And then their offense not playing not playing great. Yeah. 
Well, we, like if they didn't have four power plays, they wouldn't even have had nineteen shots. Well, we can't let their we can't let their uh, offense show up tomorrow. I agree. Or tonight, as you're listening to this balcony chatter, game six preview, game five. Oh my god, don't even remember it anymore. What game five? Exactly. All I know is it's a must win. I think that we can do it. Uh, I feel I feel good. I feel confident. You know they're gonna go out there and they've won a game out on the island already this this series. Uh, so I know that it's possible. That's gonna be a loud building, especially on a potential series clinching game. But some of these guys like Marshan and and some of these other guys really thrive on killing the room. You know, taking the the crowd out of it, so they yeah. could be as loud as they want. But we need to score and, and quiet them down a little bit. I don't want overtime. And I th- oh my god! I can't even believe you just said overtime. You you know you know how I feel about that. I was just thinking about the worst I could feel tomorrow. <laughs> oh, okay. I guess we'll end. We'll we'll wrap this up with the negative. Uh, masochism, baby. Craig Smith scores. Taylor Hall has three points on with uh, two goals. Uh, Bergeron with one, uh, and 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 Pasternak. So you're saying five three Bruins. Uh, I'm saying we're due for a we're due for a blowout win. I'm hoping for a five one. Well, we like the five. How do you like my goal scores? What do you got for yours? I I I'm pretty. I feel pretty good about that. I think I think you're pretty dead on. I'm looking at Smith. Uh, Taylor Hall, Marshan, uh, pass is always good for one. And if it's if it's a big goal, it's got to be Bergeron. I mean, yeah. he comes in clutch with those all the time. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if you see a combination of those guys. Or you know, obviously Krejci can be interchangeable in there somewhere too. So I don't care who scores them as long as they go in. Yeah, I think Game Five was very textbook to see how they're disrupting and maybe find a way around that. Don't let them. Well, now it's time to game plan for it. Yeah. You know, just get guys in the in the get in the rebound hot spots because I feel like we're never there. And sometimes we're cleared out of there, but sometimes we're just not there. And I think there's those times we got to be there. This is this this re, this guy's a rebound goaltender. He just let up five. It's there or four. It's there. It's possible. We wish he let up five, but six even. <sighs> well, I feel a little better going into the game. Hell yeah! You know, I did it. I appreciate it. I did it. I think I think we're due. We're due to to break one open here. And if uh if Tuka can't be in net, it's time for the sway train, baby. Yep. Let's go. I mean, I'm I'm all aboard either of them. I'm, I'm riding with I'm riding with whoever. Backs against the wall. These are my boys. Let's go. I'm in. I'm feeling it. Let's go. Let's get you to a game 7. Why not? How about it? How about it? Why not? I got the tickets waiting, man. I'm hopeful. Let's so. see. Let's see. We'll see. If this team's true. Bruins and seven. Bruins got to be true. Yeah, they do. Was it all-